morning everyone another beautiful day and this is lighthouse podcast and i know you're up and i know you're ready for the word of god and i want you to um um get your neighbors get your friends your families get your colleagues and let them also um start listening the word of god is life you see the word of god is um our pathfinder it is the one thing that directs our course the word of god is what transforms us nothing else will do nothing else will do nothing nothing brings us um, to the revelation of god's eternal purpose but the word of god so as a believer to live outside the word of god is to choose um, a path that God hasn't designed for you to walk in. Praise God forevermore. And so that is why every day you must create time for the Word of God and you must deliberately, consciously take in the Word of God into you. And that was what Paul admonished. He said, let the Word of God dwell richly in you. Let it dwell richly in you. Praise God forevermore. All right. John chapter 6 John chapter 8, sorry. John chapter 8, and I'm reading verse 34 and 35. Verse 34 and 35. Jesus answered them, Most assuredly I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin, and a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Praise God. Praise God. Now, this discourse started somewhere hallelujah in verse 31 jesus said to the jews to those jews who believed him if you abide in my word you are my disciples indeed and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free then these same people he was telling this answered him we are Abraham's descendants and have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you will be made free? Are you seeing it? How can you say you will be made free? Just answer them. Most actually, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. And a slave does not abide in the house forever. But a son abides forever. A son abides forever. Um, nobody resounded the eternal security of the believer like the Lord himself and this was actually what he was um, trying to communicate to these Jews who believed him so it shows how vital the subject is Um, now reading this some may conclude that once the believer sins, he's a slave to sin. Yet this isn't what Jesus inferred. Okay, let's look at um, Romans chapter 6 and verse 16 to 18. Do you not know that to whom you present yourselves slaves to obey, you are that one slave whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death or of obedience leading to righteousness. But God be thanked that though you were, he was speaking concerning the church here, he, Paul was writing to the church, though you were 
past tense, you were slaves of sin, yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. Praise God. And having been set free from sin, you, you, you became slaves of righteousness. Having been set free from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. And um, if you look at uh, verse 36 of John chapter 8, Jesus said, Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Hallelujah. And Paul said, And having been set free from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. So being a son of God, oh glory to Jesus, is you being a slave of righteousness. Oh, in other words, righteousness, righteousness rules your heart. Oh, glory to God. Sin no longer rules you. You are one that is influenced by righteousness. Oh, glory to Jesus. I love this. And righteousness is the very nature oh, of God. Now, being a believer, you are now influenced by the nature of God. You are now influenced by the character of God. You are now influenced by the disposition of God. You are now influenced by the life of God, the exact life of God. That's what it means to be a slave of righteousness. Oh, glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Now, if you um, read contextually from chapter 5, I mean in Roman of, of Romans, you'll discover um, that um, Paul was actually dealing um, strongly with um, Adam's disobedience and Christ's obedience. So you see that um, um, Paul was dealing with what the unbelief of Adam actually um, caused and what the um, the obedience of Jesus also caused. Because the disobedience of Adam was his refusal to heed to what God had actually commanded him. And Jesus came and he obeyed for the salvation of man. Praise God. Praise God. So, so, so you, you, you now find out that upon what Christ had done, in actually saving man from sin, sin that entered in because of Adam's disobedience. Man believing in what Christ has done is saved. So, the faith of man in what Jesus has done for him saves him. Praise God. Praise God. I, I've seen that. The faith of man in what Jesus has done saves him. Now, rejecting what Jesus has done is unbelief. Praise God. So, you see that faith in Christ through the gospel automatically liberates you from the shackles of sin. It's as simple as that. Because Jesus in his death and burial, he had dealt with sin. Upon his resurrection, um, a new man rose up. A, a, a new life is being given. Praise God. Praise God. So, believing in that Jesus died, was buried, and he rose again, having defeated sin and death, you are liberated. You are vitally free from the shackles of sin, praise God. So, from the text, you have become a slave of righteousness. Because if you have been set free from the shackles of sin, from the dominion, from the rule, the reign of sin, look, you cannot stand alone. Oh, glory to Jesus. So, it's beautiful. So, you are now 
You are now under the rule of something else. You are now under the dominion of something else. You are now under the shackles, in quotes, in quotes, of something else. And that is righteousness, the nature, the life, the very, very disposition of God. And this is beautiful. Oh, glory to Jesus. And this is beautiful. Now, Jesus had said, a son abides in the house forever. Oh, being a slave of righteousness as a son. Ah, glory to Jesus. Being a slave of righteousness as a son, you now abide in the house forever. You now abide in the house forever. Praise God. And now, this, what this implies is that there is no reversal. There is no freedom from that very state that God in Christ has brought you. The believer cannot be free from righteousness. The believer cannot be freed from the nature of God. The believer cannot be freed from that, from the life of God because it is eternal. It is forever. You are in it and you are in it forever. There is no breaking out. Oh, glory to Jesus. There is no going out. Praise God. See, the only way you can actually break out or go out if it was your work, if you were the one that did it, but you were not the one that did it. So, um, the security of it is not your role. Praise God forevermore. See, if you were the one that died, that went to hell, and rose again on the third day for your sins, then it will be very, very um, easy for you to actually step out of of that um, that that um, confinement. Praise God! But you see, you did not do that, and the one who did it now said that what he has done is forever, and what he has given you is forever, and where you have come into is forever. And it is wisdom to actually believe it. If you so much believe that the money in your bank is secured. Why don't you believe that your life in the hands of God is secured? Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. So, Jesus clearly shows the power of the cross over sin. You see, a slave, a slave does not actually own the house. A slave cannot stay in a house forever. Are you getting it? He can be freed. Praise God. He can be free. He can one day um, run off. He can one day um, just camper. Or he can be driven. You understand? But you see a son. A son will abide in the house forever. It is his father's house. It is his father's house. You see, his identity as son does not change. It is an unchanging identity. He has a right in his father's house forever. Forever. Because he has the father's identity. He has, he bears the father's name. The slave does not bear the father's name. And therefore does not have a right to the father's house or in the father's house. But a son has a right to the father's house and in the father's house. And what you must understand is that the house of God is the body of Christ and we are vital members of the body of Christ which implies that we are inseparable from Christ and 
that it was what it means to abide in the house forevermore. So every day you must live in this consciousness that you are forever and forever and ever in Christ. Never, never under any circumstances to be freed from that enclosure. Praise God forevermore. And I know this meets you well. And I pray for you this morning that the consciousness of these will remain in your hearts. And that all that God has done for you in Christ Jesus will remain a steady consciousness. It will not be lost. It will not be lost. It will be a firm realization. It will be a firm, a firm knowledge in you in the name of the Lord Jesus. And it will strengthen your work and your work with him all the way in Jesus name. Thank you Father in Jesus name. Amen. God has blessed you and it is still me Pastor Chooks, the pastor of the Lighthouse Mission over in Nigeria. Keep sharing, keep following, keep listening and you have a great day.